This is Move Out the Way with Alicia Lee and Angelina Rosario. This podcast was created to clear your path and balance your mind, body, and soul. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to MOTW. This is Alicia. This is Angelina. We're so excited to have you here. Woo! Yes, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week. It means the world to us. We are so grateful to have you here. We really appreciate the support. Everyone who's followed us on Instagram, who's taken the time to subscribe, rate, and review, it really means the world to us. And if you haven't taken the time to subscribe, rate, and review, please do that. It's really important for the growth of our show, especially on Apple Podcasts. Just hit that subscribe button. You can rate us and also leave a review if you would like. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited about today's topic, Alicia. Oh my gosh. Me too, Angelina. I think today's topic is really near and dear to our hearts. You know, it's something we really practice every single day and talk about and just really believe in. And so I'm so excited that our topic today is prayer. And we're really going to talk a bit about the meaning of prayer to us and just how it's part of our overall self-care and wellness practice. Absolutely. I mean, we haven't really touched on prayer and that was definitely intentional, but it's definitely also part of our ritual every single day. And now I do believe that it goes hand in hand, right? With meditation and prayer. We talk about that all the time. And I think it's also a very personal thing and everyone has their own way of prayer. And for some, it may be formal. For some, it may be informal. All right, Alicia, what are are your thoughts on prayer? You know, it's so funny when we decided to do a conversation about prayer. And for some reason, my mind went straight to the movie Eat, Pray, Love. And I know we reference (laughs) Eat, Pray, Love all the time. Amazing book. I still loved the movie. I know some people didn't love the movie as much as the book, but... My mind goes back to the scene fairly in the beginning, you know, when Elizabeth Mm. Gilbert or Sandra Bullock in the movie gets on her knees to pray. And she calls it this foreign concept. And she's like, I didn't know how to communicate to God. I was almost said, like, I'm a big fan of your work. And then she proceeds to, like, introduce herself, you know. And I found that so relatable. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that as well. And if you didn't grow up in a home with religion, religion or a spiritual practice and prayer wasn't part of your life, every time we say this word prayer, it probably doesn't make sense. And I think like that's what's important about this episode is to kind of simplify just what prayer is and how there's no right or wrong way to pray. And going back to Elizabeth Gilbert and you pray love, and she just didn't really know what to do, but she just did what felt right. And so she like got on her knees and introduced herself and put her hands together and just kind of prayed, right? And <laughs> I love what you just said, what feels right. What feels right. And, and not what we've been taught in our childhood that you're supposed yes. to pray a certain way. And so then you just don't pray. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. Like I remember when I was growing up as a kid and my grandma is very Christian and she taught us you get on your knees on the side of the bed and you know you put your hands together and there's this prayer. And I so vividly remember myself praying for everything. Like my prayers would go on forever. (laughs) Like I've always been the person who prays for everyone and everything. And so it was just praying for the the trees outside, the, you know, (laughs) all the things and the kids I was in school with and the cat, the dog, everyone. And then I, I grew up kind of didn't have a religious 
background belief just kind of went on my journey of living life. Like I feel like a lot of us just, you just live life. And I had, this was my time that I didn't have a spiritual practice. And so I realized when I didn't have a spiritual practice and prayer was removed from my life because I only knew prayer as getting on my hands and knees like that and over the bed, you know, right before bed. That was the only form of prayer I knew. And as I got older, I removed that from my life. So I found myself, though, coming back to prayer in times of need. And Mm. I think, you know, that happens a lot to us. We pray for a specific outcome. We pray because we need something. And we don't pray because we have a connection with God. We're praying for a want, a need, for whatever that moment of fear or sadness that we're going through. And so for me, it was like when my dad was sick with cancer, I found myself praying all the time, right? right? And I was like, how do I go from someone who hasn't prayed since I was that child getting on my knees praying to suddenly needing prayer to help me through this time with my dad being sick. And it was the same with my grandma when she was in the hospital. And so I found myself being that Elizabeth Gilbert from Eat, Pray, Love, just kind of like, okay, I'm really in a tough place, so I need to pray. Uh, And I'm just going to do prayer and pray the way I feel like I'm supposed to pray, and I'm going to talk to God. And so that's how I found myself until I really picked up a spiritual practice where now I don't just pray for what I need or out of grief or out of fear, but I pray out of love and the connection and this feeling that I have. And it's just more positive and it's like my way of living now. And I don't feel like I'm only leaning on prayer out of fear and need, but it's part of my overall life and well-being and spiritual practice. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy you say that. Because even if you don't have a strong relationship with God right now, somehow when your back is against the wall, you feel that that is the right thing to do because your higher self, right, Right. knows that something higher than you, something bigger than you can work out a miracle. And imagine the time that every day. No, absolutely not. And it does give you a sense of peace in wherever you are in life because, again, a prayer is not a certain way that you pray that your ans- your prayers are answered. So that's great to hear, Alicia. So tell me a little bit more. How are you applying it, you know, your day-to-day? Because that you just ended our conversation that you're making it a ritual. Yeah. For me, because I've removed praying, I've removed the act of praying out of grief and fear. Mm-hmm. And praying is now a part of my life. And, you know, we talked about this, but talking, praying is talking to God. And that's how I look at it. So when I'm praying, I'm not necessarily getting on my knees and praying for something I need specifically. It's just having conversations with God. And then meditation is my form of listening to God. And that's how I've implemented this in my new practice and way of living. It's I'm not only praying when someone is sick or I need that support, Every day I'm praying and I'm having conversations and it's, I'm giving my gratitude. I'm asking things. It's just, it's super casual. I'm like driving and I'm just like, (laughs) God, you know, having conversations with God, with the universe. And for me, that's how simple prayer is. It's not necessarily getting down on my knees and having to do that prayer routine. That was the only prayer that I knew when I was a kid. You know, it, it, again, I think what I'm hearing is simplifying prayer. Right. It doesn't have to be complicated. It could be anywhere from a two-minute prayer to an hour, over an hour prayer. It really is 
what do you need at that present moment? And there is no, no, as a child, sorry to bring it back as a child, there was, again, I think you said it by your grandmother, same story with me. They made me feel that I had to pray a certain way for God to be able to listen to me. Right. Right? right. And if I didn't pray that way, then my prayer wouldn't be answered. Or I had to pray more than an hour so God can hear my prayer and work out miracles. Or it had and, to be in a church. Or in a church, standing up and stand, sitting down three times. I was Catholic, no knock to the Catholic beliefs. It, it was just not my thing. I respect it. Uh, but for me, when I found myself saying, prayer really isn't that hard. It's as simple sometimes as saying, I need you. I'm going through something in life right now and I don't understand it. And I don't even know how to pray right now. I need you. Maybe you are in the path of your life right now that you have been praying for a while. So that's just part of your ritual. So maybe you are praying 15 minutes. Maybe you're praying 30 minutes. Maybe you're praying more than an hour. It's what feels right for you. It's as simple as it doesn't have to start with dear God. Right. Listen to thee. Right. <laughs> it really isn't. It's sometimes you're upset and it's one of those conversations that you're having with God in, in real life. God, this is not fair. What's happening to me right now. How do I see things from your perspective? Because right now I feel that you're not being very fair to me. Right. Right. And so just as simple as that, Alicia, is what we're trying to really convey in our message today, that prayer isn't something complicated. It's something that you can simply do if you only have five minutes. If all you have is five minutes when you get up from your bed, God hears you. Right. And it can be informal. It can be while you're in activity doing something else. And you know, because we joke that I'm the research guru because I really am and I'm always reading things and researching and I just, I really love to know and I love knowledge. Uh, There's no. so many studies done about prayer. Right? Oh boy, I have to listen to this one. <laughs> what did you find on prayer, I mean, Alicia? Honestly, there were so many studies done and I read on them for a long time and Harvard has a really big study, but the reality in all the studies that I've read and the breakdown of things, it's it's really hard to prove anything scientifically, right? But they are able to prove that prayer does help with stress reduction and loneliness and feelings of fear. But to me, that's a really personal thing. And so when I say that prayer just makes me feel better, that's my personal belief. And yeah, maybe I can't scientifically prove it, you know, or within the medical world and all of that stuff. But I think you get to choose to define how, what prayer means to you and how it's part of your life and your spiritual practice and your well-being. Because prayer is an energy at the end of the day. Just like fear is an energy, your thoughts are an energy, love, faith, all of it is energy. And we get to make a decision how we choose to show up with those energies in our life. Are we living a life filled with fear? Are we living a life filled with gratitude, abundance, love, and faith? And so for me, I lean hard on prayer because it goes hand in hand with my meditation practice. And I do believe, and I do believe that there is power in it. And I do feel a difference when I implement prayer in everything that I'm doing. And I have these conversations with God. It's, it's a relief for me. Alicia, you know, you're one of the few people I know that are very balanced with their right and left brain. So I'm curious to know, is there one nugget from that research that I'm sure you spent hours, because I know you, my friends, one for those that are more left brain and thinking, yeah, 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 I've prayed, nothing worked, or 
you know, prove it to me because I need to see it scientifically that it works. Anything yeah. that you can share with our audience. I mean, I don't think I can ever fight with people who are truly everything needs to be science because I'm such a believer in my feelings as well. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from all the research that you see is that everyone's like, there's no harm in prayer, right? Like mm. it can only help. It can't hurt in any way. And for me, it's like, okay, like that's great. Even if, yeah, maybe some people feel it prayer as a placebo effect, there's still benefits in the placebo effect of many things. And there's tons of studies done about the placebo effect and how it can have positive impact on things. And so I think that the biggest takeaway for anyone who may be skeptical or like there's no science that really truly proves that there's power in prayer, I think for me, my thoughts are, yeah, but there is proven facts that there there are positive effects in terms of stress reduction, things of that nature. People who pray just feel better overall, have a better balance and a feeling of self, you know, and it's just really hard when you're going through difficult times to rely only on yourself and the power of yourself. And we even look at sports and what happens before big games and what's happening in the locker room. There's prayer happening. And so even if you may not truly believe it, it happens and it surrounds us. And there's a reason that we continue to do it because there's energy to it. There really is. And when you're setting this intention and belief that everything, the whole world is not on your shoulders and anyone who does believe in a God, a universe, Allah, anything that you believe in, because there are many things, you know that there is power to prayer and your mindset, all of that comes back hand in hand. And so I do believe in it. And you know, we've witnessed things, <laughs> not like it. I, personally, I've witnessed stories and experiences. And Angelina, you yourself, like the power of prayer and your story is something that I remember. And I would love for you to talk about that. Oh, my goodness. Taking me back. Well, obviously, I, I believe I shared it in one of our episodes, the story of my health journey. But a big part of that healing process was my prayers. The prayer that I will include in the morning, midday, breaks, <laughs> dinner, and, and even, even before going to bed. It really was 11 months at one point because the doctor was saying, as I mentioned in the story before, they were supposed to cut the right side of my face, the right side of my leg. And I would just refuse to accept that. One of the things he mentioned is a, is a belief, right? So I had a feeling within that I could overcome it by prayer. So I will, I would go to God. I would have, sometimes there were long prayers because I was just in my feelings and I was feeling so hurt at the time and not understanding why I was going through this journey. So I would just pour my heart out to God and I'd just be crying to him. And can I tell you, I felt so much better. My circumstance didn't change. Doctors were still saying one thing and, but I had a sense of relief. I felt so good. Even in the moments when I didn't feel like praying, right? I was just over it. I was over everything. And I was, I just wanted to have my pity party. And I felt <laughs> like this is not fair, right? And but even in those moments, I will I would just get the strength within and start praying because I knew how I felt after I prayed. I would right. do it then. Right. And there was moments, Alicia, I was so freaking upset with God. I was so upset because I couldn't understand why. And the why for me was like, because, you know, I'm very big on the why. The why for my health journey is like, why is this happening? And I didn't have answers. I didn't have to, I didn't have answers. I had to trust the process of life. Right. And so I will go in prayer. And then again, we mentioned 
prayer to me and for Alicia as well, it's a conversation with God. So I will have this conversation with God. I'm like, I'm really upset with you right now because you're not <laughs> answering my prayers quick enough. And I'm not understanding this. And because you have your perfect divine order and timing, God, just give me the strength that I need. Right. And prayer you know, give helped you get that strength. Absolutely. And it was consistency for me. Consistency is key. You cannot go into prayer thinking things are going to happen right away because you have to trust that God, the universe, whatever you call it, knows a bigger plan, right? So you have to trust that he's listening to you, that you're having a conversation because it's really important as you're going through a process in life. Because remember, you mentioned as well, it's usually when we're going through some some really hardships that we are having much more conversation with God. Right. That was it there. It was nothing fancy, by the way, Alicia. Like there was times it was just help me, God. Renew my strength, God. I don't know when or how those prayers were answered, but what I can promise you, they were answered along the day. Go ahead. Take it. Take us to, so they told you we're going to have to cut your face. We're going to cut your face open for this surgery. We're going to cut your hip, remove bone, all those things, but really your face. They were going, you were going to have a scar for the rest of your life across your face. And this is what you were frustrated about. You know, there was this one experience that I remember um, that one moment that they said they were going to cut my face. I, I had to excuse myself in to, you know, to the bathroom in the hospital. It was a lot to take in. I had a team of doctors in there and I excused myself, went to the bathroom. I've been in the hospital at that point, four years in my life. And I never, ever saw the Lord's prayer behind me. I was looking in the mirror, having a self-talk, having a conversation. I look up and I see the Lord's prayer in the hospital, Alicia. Wow. Okay. Yes. I have never seen it. I've been in that bathroom multiple times. So I look up and I'm like, is that the Lord's prayer? And I, cause I just was asking for strength. I didn't understand it. So I go, I look up and I start saying the Lord's prayer. I knew right there and then that was a sign that my prayers were being answered and I just needed to trust the process. I literally like dried my eyes, got myself back up, lifted my head up and went back into my room and had a conversation with the doctors. And it was like a level of confidence, you know, a faith confidence that came through. Mm. But that tells you there's, there's miracles working every every moment Mm -hmm. of your life if you just take a moment and pray. So thank you for taking me the back to that. I forgot there was a Lord's prayer there. And I, that was never, unless I was completely oblivious, I've never seen it. And you never really see that in hospitals. Right. Right. Absolutely. Not definitely not in a hospital. And so now you've accepted, okay, they're going to have to cut my face, but I'm going to pray on this because I really believe that's not the only answer. Was that your thought process? That was the thought process. But fast forward the day that they were, I was going into the operating room. I remember waiting. I was in the pre-op room and with my family members. And I remember sitting in the doctors comes in and they're all there and marking me and it marks my face and they marked every part that we're going to cut. And I was like, wait, what are you, what are you doing? Because at this point I'm like, I prayed, I've prayed for 11 months. Miracles are going to happen. Yes. Yes. Right. And they're like, I'm sorry, there is no other way to do this surgery. And I'm like, well, and I remember having, for me, it was a rosary and I was listening to Kirk Franklin and I said, okay. And I had a sense of relief. I said a a two second prayer, I surrender. 
I surrender. I, I surrender to the, I, I, I truly, God don't understand it. I've prayed. Now, this is where our miracles work when you truly believe that God is connected to you and it's nothing but a conversation. I didn't start crying. I just had to surrender. I went into the operating room thinking that I was going to have my face cut, thinking that the other parts of my body that were marked were about to be cut. And that I think it was in the ninth hour of my operation that a miracle happened. I truly believe it's my prayers. I truly, without a doubt, but part of the prayer is also not having resistance, Mm. right? Because prayer is releasing your worries. If you're still holding on to your worries, then your prayers are, you're really not believing in the power of prayer. Right. So there's a sense of releasing and knowing that he's already answered your prayer. I can go on to the next thing. So in the operating room, I did release it. I knew I didn't want to go with that type of tension into mm-hmm. sur- when I, while doing surgery. So there I was released. I'm in ICU and I did touch my face. I said, God, I did pray. I remember opening my eye. Let me accept my face the way it is mm-hmm. because I really didn't understand it. And I'm, from my understanding, I, they marked me. I was going to have my face cut. And my sister was in ICU and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, my face, I'm trying to see how deep it's my cut. She's like, you have no cut. And I couldn't believe it. I still, um, I get emotional because the power of prayer for me, I've seen it work in my deepest moments in my life. Yeah. And I know there's people fighting for other things and fighting for their own life. There's, there's deeper issues. But what we want to leave you with is going back that I never gave up. I prayed every single day. And even going into the operating room, I kept praying. But there's another side to this because sometimes we think it's just prayer. But now you have to release it, knowing that your prayers have been answered and that miracles do exist. And so moving forward, I never questioned prayers ever again. It's hard to when you've experienced something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. you've experienced a miracle. How can you ever doubt it? Absolutely. And if you, you know, just give it a try. If if you're in a place in your life right now, I know there's COVID. We're still in COVID. Uh, There's many people who are going through hardships in life and really don't know what to turn and probably have given up in their faith. And for every reason they should, because they they haven't seen their prayers answered. What I'm going to leave you with from someone that has been on, on a long journey and what kept me going, a huge part that kept me going was the power of prayer to keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Be consistent. And there is no formal way of prayer. Whatever feels right for you. It, it, I, like I said, I prayed when I was happy. I prayed when I was in distress. I prayed when I was pissed off at God. I prayed. It, it didn't matter how I was feeling. I just came to him authentically and just let him know how I was feeling. And I, I said this before. I don't know when or how it happens, but what I can tell you that what comes with the power of prayer is peace. Yes. The moment that you're able to have that authentic conversation with God, he takes over the wheel and no matter, it doesn't matter. The doctors were still saying the same thing to me. The circumstances did not change, but I had a sense of peace that surpassed my own human understanding. Yes. I that's exactly where <laughs> I have nothing to say to that because that touches on everything that we spoke about and all the studies and it's your beliefs and it's your energy, but it is proven that it does help with 
releasing fear and removing that stress. And to your point, getting you in a place of peace. And I love that you spoke about how you just accepted whatever the outcome was going to be. You did everything you could. Just I'm trying to imagine having an 11-month period of being in and out of the hospital and being told that my face is going to be cut open. And so there's like this countdown that you're waiting on this moment that you know that you're never going to look the same, right? And you using your prayer and sharing that story was so beautiful because you prayed on it and you really believed it. But then you were also like, I accept it because I surrender this. And whatever the outcome is, you're still going to have life. And at the end of the day, that's really what matters is that you're still here and you survive. You survived. But you not only got through it, but they didn't have to cut your face. And that is a miracle. Like that's that a miracle really by miracle. itself. And I would tell you, I, I also prayed that I get out of my own way. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic, right? I, I, I did. I prayed to get out of my own way and how I can help others, right? Yeah. While I was going through this. Because sometimes we're so in it that we can become victims to our own situation. So I prayed that I can move out of my way and that he can use me for whatever needed at the moment. Mm. Because you're changing your thought. And so my prayers, I, I can't, there wasn't one through my whole health journey that he didn't answer. Now, here's the thing, Alicia, he didn't answer them right away. He just said 11 months. It was a four-year journey. When I prayed the first time, I was expecting different results. It didn't work out that way. But when I look back, I, I would tell you, it happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. He answered each of my prayer, my prayers in the perfect timing, like perfect timing. And he gave me in enough strength to continue pressing forward. So it just lets you know, if you are praying and it's like, he's not answering, where is all my blessings? They said that you prayed, and it'll manifest right away. doesn't necessarily work that it way. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't because we think, we look at our human timing and we think that our prayers, if they're manifested right now, we'll feel really good about it, right? We'll feel good about life. And God knows something bigger and he has a bigger plan for us. And when you go in prayer, let go of the timing, let go in the order you want it to happen. Just let go. We said it, surrender. Surrender. Surrender and have peace in wherever he has you in life. And that's how you will find the comfort in prayer. Yes. And, and just knowing that it, it doesn't, again, doesn't have to go back to a place like, oh, I'm not home so I cannot pray. Pray anywhere in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. wherever you feel, wherever you feel like in the car, in the bathroom, standing in line at the grocery store, you know, yeah. and a prayer doesn't have to be something negative. It could just be, you said it. Thank you, God, for, for allowing me to have a job during this time. Or thank you, God, that I'm able to, you know, it's buy groceries. asking for something. Sometimes praying is just giving grace and yes. having a conversation and Absolutely. I am I can't believe I got you emotional, Angelina. This I is, can't believe it. Wow. You know, yes. she's spoken about this story so many times and I always say to her, I can't believe you can talk about this journey without getting emotional cuz I get emotional every time I hear the story and I obviously witnessed this journey with her. And so, whew, I, I, I still can't believe you got I got me emotional. I got you, you got emotional. me emotional. <laughs> I would tell you because I remember praying. I remember, I remember all those moments right. praying. And I remember that day when I surrendered to the prayer. I remember you took me there and I saw it vividly. Mm. 
And so my mind went back to the exact day and time that happened. And just the energy exchange, I guess you would say, you were saying that, yeah, you know, prayers. Not, yeah, it was an energy exchange between me and the God that I serve. And so I felt comfort in knowing that I was taken care of. Yeah. So thank you for taking me there because sometimes you're right. I, I can talk about it without even having any type of emotions. But this topic right here is close to my heart, Alicia. Uh, yeah. Power of prayer is not just with my health. I've seen it in every aspect of my life. You've seen it in every aspect of your life. And we've spoken to many that we've seen the power of prayer work miracles in their life. So you got me. There you go. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so beautiful. So, you know, to anyone listening to this episode, I hope that we've simplified prayer a little bit and can help you understand that we really believe in the power of prayer and we believe in miracles. And as part of our spiritual practice and overall wellness and self-love and self-care, prayer helps us. It allows us to make our lives less complicated. It allows us to lean on something greater than ourselves. And it really does have power. It's comforting. And so your prayer doesn't Praying doesn't need to be complicated, but it's definitely an important piece of an overall balanced well-being and spiritual practice. And so if you want to lean on prayer, don't you don't have to make it complicated. You don't need to be nervous about it. You know, think back to that Elizabeth Gilbert or Sandra Bullock getting on her knees and just introducing herself. You can just say, hey, God, like... I could really use your support right now. I can lean on you right now, or I'm just so grateful for this, or whatever that conversation is, do what feels right for you. And that's it, because there's no right or wrong way to pray. It's really what you feel is best for you. Wow, that's beautiful. What a, this is like the best segue to our quote for this episode, Alicia. Close this out, Ange. Close this out. All right. So when a prayer becomes your habit, miracles become your lifestyle. <laughs> Isn't that, that beautiful? Oh, my God. Oh. I know. I saw it. I was like, it's almost. So let's make it a habit. So our lifestyle is nothing but miracles. How about mm. that? I receive that. I receive that. Yes. yes. Oh, that was beautiful. We really, we really hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it brings some positivity your way and maybe helps you realize just the importance of prayer and just how simple it really can be. We've been having so much fun recording and having everyone tune in. Please feel free to send us messages if you'd like to submit a request for a particular topic. We'd love to hear from you. So be sure to follow us at MOTW Podcasts on Instagram and subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify. We will see you next week. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.